I'm Heather. And I'm Brooke. We're two mompreneurs and friends for almost 10 years who've watched each other go from single AF to married with child. Soon to be children. Tune in every Wednesday to hear us and our lovely guests dish about motherhood, entrepreneurship, relationships, and tips on how we try to balance it all. We're ready to let it all hang out. Yes, all of it. The pretty, the messy, the too tight for our skinny jeans. If only for a good therapeutic laugh or cry. Hashtag real talk. Welcome to a space for soul. We're excited to share ours with you. Hello, everybody. Happy Wednesday. Um, It feels like it's been so long since our last podcast. I'm still getting used to this every other week thing, right? Heather, I miss you. I know, I know. It it is weird. I mean, it's It's good, but it's weird, I think. I don't know. It is good. It's good and weird. It's great. But yeah, the weeks we don't have a podcast, I'm like, oh my gosh, like, because I'm so used to like getting ready the night before, getting things, you know, prepped to launch and, you know, you're working on the emails and then it's not happening. There's weeks where it feels like, oh my God, we have so much time, but that was really crazy. <laughs> I know. It's so crazy. I, um, yeah, I feel like too, we were, oh, I'm stretching. We were so go, 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 go. And then we had babies and that seemed go, go, go. Yeah. And then this year we're kind of starting off slower, which is, you know, awesome. nice. I mean, you're starting off slower. I'm a train wreck, but um, <laughs> yeah. Well, let's get into that. Let's give everyone a little update. I know everyone's probably wondering, like, what have you guys been doing since you had the babies? And we did, you know, kind of an update on that last episode. If you listen to it, and um, we keep updated on our stories and stuff on Instagram. But um, so at the new new year, I started picking up some more work. I did a little bit last year at the end of the year, but um, definitely started picking up more this month, and we'll continue to into. Um, March is when Emery actually goes to daycare, so I'll have a lot more um, time to actually fill my plate with work. Um, But yeah, it's different. I mean, I was so used to like thinking about when I took off with Aiden was like five full months and it was like out of sight, out of mind. Somebody fully was covering my work, like literally did not check email. Um, I went to lunch with my boss just to catch up, but like nothing it was so like checked out and it was so awesome. And I think it was great for my first kid to be that way. Cause this time I definitely felt like I wanted to work a little sooner. I kind of like you, Heather, I started, I was like, Oh, I'm ready to pick up some stuff like two weeks after I had her. And then I was like, okay, no, back it up. I don't want to do anything until <laughs> the new year. Um, it's such a roller coaster. And I think that's something you don't like to know if it's how it's going to be the second time too, if you're going to anticipate that. Um, but yeah, right now I'm just feeling like, I am loving flexing my brain because it is so different coming out of, you know, being with the kids all day and like in the zone and then doing work, which is like so rewarding for me too. Um, So I'm loving the balance of it, but definitely like picking and choosing what I want to take on right now um, until like I can't anymore (laughs) until John tells me you got to make some money, honey. <laughs> Which maybe I love it. <laughs> well, hopefully that lasts forever until you don't want it to last anymore. Because I've been, you know, secretly jelly belly of you because, um, and also so beyond happy for you because I think it's it's awesome that you're taking that time and just being like, hey, I'm just going to kind of live in this moment of not having to, you know, grind. And I think 
you know, I got a little caught up in this. So I had a very up and down year last year. Um, in business, it was just wild. You know, there's a lot of like consulting stuff happening and Clover was kind of slow. There's a transition over there, like I spoke about, and I ended up taking it over completely um, at the end of the year. And so this year starting, um, I had a really big consulting project come my way, which was amazing. And it was something that I really had to take on because um, it offers a lot of opportunity. Um, and really, in the sense, I had to take it on for myself. Like, I was like, I really just need to explore this. It's something that had been swirling around for about almost 18 months, um, back and forth of them coming to me. And it was just one of those things where... I decided, okay, this has been swirling around long enough. Let's see where this goes and if this is the direction I want. I also had to dive really deep into Clover because um, it's mine now. And so I ended up kicking off January in a complete opposite direction of Brooke, where I filled all of my time. time. (laughs) I know, thank God. Um, That's how we find our balance, though, seriously. It's so true. It's so true. I mean, like, we're so similar in ways, but we're so opposite. And I totally think it's like yin and yang situation, you know, like, we're just, we just like mesh really well, which is so perfect. Yeah. Um, Brooke's been my therapist lately, because um, she's got all <laughs> the time in the world. But you've been in the past. <laughs> true, true. Um, so, yeah, I'm kind of at this opposite place where I've got a lot of, um, work on my plate and I'm, you know, being really tested with being very um, focused on my time. So when I'm in work mode, I'm in work mode. When I'm in mom mode, I have to be really, you know, hard about those boundaries. And I'm kind of a person that I'm like, I have my boundaries and my particulars, but I'm, I'm kind of like, yeah, it's fine. Whatever. I'll figure it out. It's easy going in that way. So this is a unique situation for me of having to be super expressive, um, very stern about like my limits. Um, and really aware of where I am as a person and not stretching myself with sleep, with health, just different things, because I do have a lot that I've taken on um, and I want to do it well. So I'm in like the opposite side where I'm kind of, um, I'm actually really processing what this topic is, which is so funny because we wrote this in December before I even knew any of this was happening, maybe even November. I mean, it was before I knew that Clover was transitioning and it was before I knew that I was taking on this consulting job. So it's really funny that this is the episode we're recording because I've been about a month into everything. Um, and I'm literally processing, is it ever enough? What am I really chasing? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's literally yeah, where my totally. brain is right now. So this is a fun topic. It is. And I think, like you said, there's certain times in your life where you feel this way more heavy, um, whether it be motherhood or it be your work professional life. Um, And sometimes I attribute it to, I'm like, is this just the American mentality of like, we're always chasing the next thing, whether it's like, um, you know, the next dollar or the next title or, um, you know, the next cool thing that our kid's doing. Like, when is enough enough? And we get so caught up in this kind of, you know, hamster wheel that it's, it really takes away from being in the moment, which is both of us, we want to be so in the moment, but it's so hard. And it's, it's work every day to feel to be like, okay, come back to present. You know, what are the things that matter today? Um, And it's so hard, but I think we feel these moments more like what you're going through right now, Heather, you have so much opportunity that you don't want to miss certain things. Um, for your professional career and then also you have a five-month-old you know it's a lot to balance Um, and when you have to like you know forgive yourself sometimes like I'm gonna 
sacrifice here, um, but that, you know, what, what that's going to impact for my family or what's that going to impact for my professional career. It's like, God, <laughs> never ending. <laughs> um, so I totally and I think a lot of, I think a lot of mompreneurs can relate to that because mm-hmm. when you are, um, you know, whether you're being employed by a company or, you know, um, you know, consulting on your own, whatever it might be on a company, you constantly have to think about what's next because nothing's guaranteed in business. And so you can't just sit as, as an employee, you can't kind of be like, okay, well, they're working for my paycheck. I, I'm working for my paycheck tactically. They're literally making sure it can be paid. When you're owning your own business, you have to make sure that it can be paid. So it's like this different yes. level. Like you can't sit and be like, I'm really good at my job and I'm doing a great job. You have to be thinking about building business, um, you know, finances, like all these other things. So when opportunities come your way, it's really hard to say no. And, you know, totally. having a second kid kind of put that pressure on me even a little bit more. And I've always been, you know, the one in our family that can really scale income because I have the ability to earn and scale, you know, with staff. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I had these opportunities come my way, it was kind of like, okay, I have to do this because it's going to set us up for our kids. Like it's not, you know, mm-hmm. it used to be, I want to chase the title. I want to chase the paycheck. Like when I was single and that whole, you know, um, hustler girl boss mentality. Cause I definitely have that in me and for the longest time in this transition of kind of going in like a slower pace and more wellness focus and things like that. I almost tried to unwind that out of me, but it's something that is a part of me. And I think there is some friction around the messaging of, you know, girl power and also like we need to be slow and present. Like they can be mm-hmm. together and it's just about being mindful of when you're in those specific moments like being able to check in and be like hey I need to be focused right now put your phone down or you know be in your work mode and hustle all day I think I've learned finally like I can be both those things I just have to know when I'm doing what um Mm -hmm. but again like being a mompreneur it's really hard to turn down certain things because especially if you are responsible for you know it's a dual income household and you're responsible for certain finances like you can't just rely on, oh, cool, like I'm at a good place financially. I'm just going to stay here until I don't want to anymore. Um, right. And I think that's kind of, you know, part of what I was hit with. And so, but now I'm not, you know, my 20s, I was for sure chasing, you know, a bigger paycheck, um, you know, a, a certain, you know, level of um, title until I own my own company. And um, now I'm like, I'm chasing it in a different way because I want to be able to provide and you know, in a way get to a place where I can, I can pull back, but I've banked so much that I can like do it comfortably, you know, without yeah, adding any yeah, strain no, on our family or big life changes. Yeah. Well, Cause I feel, I recently was talking to someone over my maternity leave and she um, works full time and crazy schedule, you know, trying to get the kids to daycare. And she's exactly like us has a um, just new three-year-old son. And then she has um, a seven month old baby. So she's like in the same situation, but she works full time in the medical field. And she just was talking about how like, she feels like right now is a great time for her to be doing this. She's like, I think as they get older, they're going to need me more, you know, there's going to be shorter school days and then extracurricular activities, like things that I don't want to miss. And it was a really good point. Cause I think I've always been thinking about like, I don't want to miss this stage. And obviously we're not missing it fully, you know, you're, everyone has to work um, to a degree. <laughs> um, but it was a good point in that the stuff that you do now is setting you up to have more time with them in the future too. So you know, just like what you're saying is you know, putting 
um, the grind in now is going to pay off more than just financially. It's paying off like the memories you're going to be making with your kids and family and stuff. And um, I'm glad you brought up like the girl. I know we've talked about this in the past, but the girl boss, boss babe kind of movement, if you will. Um, being that I'm like kind of going slow right now with work, I've just noticed so much more when I'm on Instagram and talking to people, like feeling like the actual pressure that I have to be doing a lot to be a boss babe and to be a mom to keep up this like image, which is so weird. And it's, and it is stressful to be honest. I'm like, why can't I just think of it as like, I am going to, you know, work to make some money right now, but I'm spending like all my focus on my kids. And it's, it is like a mind trip and you get then back on social media and you see all these people killing it and, and they're a mom and they're, you know, they're baking every day for their family, making home cooked meals and they have a full-time job. Um, that comparison game can come in like real quick, obviously when you're on social media. But I think that um, thinking about it more as like different times in your life that you're going to set like dedicated, um, you know, your priorities are going to shift a little bit depending on what your family needs are. But I really liked this quote and I sent it to you, Heather, when I came across it because I was like, this gave me just like relief and like it made me feel really good is that, you know, maybe your purpose is raising a good human who will do amazing things for the world. So not always are we defined by our career or our title as a mother or whatever it may be. Um, but there's just times in your life that you're really going to sit and focus on making your kids like great people, you know? Um, and I really liked reading that because I'm like, yeah, it's not necessarily about how much money I'm bringing in or what type of client, like big name client I have, or, you know, it's hard to peel away from that. Something that's defined me a lot until I had kids was like my career. Um, so it's still constant juggle, <laughs> but I just loved reading that because I'm like, I would really be interested to know what some of my my friends that are stay-at-home stay moms now um, that want to be, you know, they made the decision to be, but they came from a full-time career and they were, you know, killing it in their field. What they feel now when they see those things, like what I, I just would really love to like know that and maybe that's some conversation we could have in the future. Um, but it's a great thing, this girl boss babe movement, but I also think it creates pressure and stress for um, people who aren't in that position, you know? Yeah, no, I agree. And as you were, as you were kind of saying that, it made me think about, um, made me think about two things. One, I think the way our landscape is right now with social media and tech, um, that feeling you were talking about of, oh my gosh, I need to be working hard. I need to be baking every day and cooking all the meals for my family. Plus I need to be, you know, super mom um, is really stemmed. I don't think like our parents dealt with that to the degree we dealt no. with or deal with it. Um, and I think it's really stemmed from this, this increased need to, and it taps into like our ego and not in like an egoic way of, Oh, I'm going to show everyone I'm so great at life, but it more just like that ego piece of everyone's makeup. We all have it um, mm -hmm. to, you know, feel like you've got to compete in some degree or like, Oh gosh. Okay. Like if, you know, if Brooke can bake while she has an infant and a toddler, I for sure should be able to, you know, cook two right. meals for my family. And then you start feeling guilty. So then you're like, Oh, or, someone's got such great Insta photos and you're like, Oh, I want to like, I should be posting more or like I should be sharing more 
it puts all these things and thoughts and judgments on ourselves that we probably wouldn't have otherwise. And I think it makes everyone try to like step it up more than we normally would, because I don't think, I think prior generations were really able to be disconnected and more content in life because they didn't have, yeah. they didn't know what they were missing or what they weren't doing to a certain degree. So there was like this happiness that was different because you weren't as aware that your neighbor next door was freaking killing it in the DIY department. And you were just like, cool, I'm right. buying everything at Target. And I, I feed like, we all ate Lunchables growing up. You know what I mean? Like, totally. and I'm not saying like, let's go back to Lunchables, <laughs> but yeah, exactly. But it's like, there wasn't this pressure to like literally do everything yourself and do it really well. Yeah. I guess is what I'm getting at. And, totally. and we I know, think, we know too much. Like there's so much stuff that is like yeah. unnecessary things that we need to know. And it reminds me of um, a couple of weeks ago with Kobe's passing and his you know, daughter and all the families that were on board and affected the whole community. Um, I was sitting with a couple of my friends the Monday after and someone was like, when these things happen, you just think like everything else doesn't matter. And like, I could get teary. It's so true. It's like at the end of the day, mm-hmm. who gives two Fs if you can bake cookies, run a full business, have your kids in the best schools, you know, like all that stuff doesn't matter when something like that happens, you know, and we should be thinking, I mean, obviously we don't want to be thinking (laughs) darkly, but we should be thinking about some of these things should not be impacting the way we lead our lives and we raise our families. Um, And we can get lost in it easily because of the social um, technology, like growth that we've been through. And we're in a unique position, I think our generation, because we didn't necessarily, we weren't like born into like phones and everything. They came along like when we were in high school. So I feel like we're a very unique generation mm-hmm. where we still have some traditional feels that we're connected to because we didn't, we had life without it. And then we're also like now technology is such a huge part of our personal, but also our professional lives. Like to really disconnect, you have to draw those boundaries. So we're in a weird spot where the younger generations are like, they're being born straight into it, which I could only imagine like what that is creating for them, like the pressure and the stress, you know? Oh, so many things. And, and going back to, you know, the Kobe and um, just the families affected in Orange County, I know like the Altos and there are two other families mm-hmm. and it just, it literally breaks my heart, um, you know, and just, just hearing how so many of our close friends were affected, like Nick knew so many people that play baseball where, um, you know, um, he was the coach and our friends and it was just, it's just crazy, but it does really hit you with, wait, what's important. And it makes me think about, okay, this past month when I have just run myself in the ground with work to provide for my family and like, you know, catch up from different things and choices, um, like, what am I really doing? You know, like, I mean, Nick and I always talked about, like, if you know, he says this one thing and he's like, you know, I'll work till I'm 95 if that's what I have to do to provide for my kids so they never have to, like, pay a dime for college. And, like, we'll take a loan out before we ever make them pay for it, you know. And I I grew mm-hmm. up with, I had to pay my own college. Like, I had to pay my way yeah. and and pay my way out of it, you know. And I'm it was funny because I was talking about <laughs> Yeah, I was like, I still got those school loan bills for sure. Um, so close to being done. But, you know, and that's when, and part of me was like, well, I've always had to have some skin in the game. Like, it's fine. But I thought about it. And I'm like, you know what? I love that about him because it's so true. Like, who cares if we have to do it slower but we and we have to right. do it longer? As long as we're able to be happy and be present for those moments and, you know, 
provide for our children, that's all that matters. We want to give them a better life than we had, not because we didn't have bad ones, but because we want them to not have to struggle, you know, in any way. And obviously we'll do the best we can. But I think about that too, with how hard Nick has to work. I'm like, you know, I want you to be able to be present for those moments too. Like, how can we build something where like, you can also benefit from this down the road and not like work yourself in the ground, you know? Um, 100%. I think yeah, about the dads too, like point. they're, they're in this. Yeah, exactly. And I, and I don't, I get caught up in like what I want. I I think naturally because like the mom is always thinking of the kids. So it's like, if you're working and then the, <laughs> the kids is like a full-time job and then you're thinking about them all the time. Um, I think that, you know, it makes you realize those moments you want them, like you said, for your husband. Like yesterday, I woke up and let Aiden sleep in. It was day after Super Bowl. I was just like, you know, I want him to sleep in. And um, we had a crazy weekend. And all of a sudden, I was like, what, like, how about I just keep him home? Like, why don't I just take him to the beach? And it was just such a fun day. And I was still able to get my crap done, you know, around um, when he's sleeping and stuff, but I was thinking about it later, and I'm like, I wonder what this makes, how John, like, feels, like, does he want to be doing this, too, and just to, you, like, how can we create this for, um, like, the whole family to feel, like, connected, and it doesn't mm-hmm. have to just feel like us, or, or vice versa, you know, like, it's, you know, the yeah. dad staying at home more, and the mom, but that flexibility, um, and I know, Heather, you've made some shifts in 2020. You know, the, there's a lot of things that you're focusing on as well as, as you're going through this, where we're creating space not to just fill it, but just to be in the moment more. So what are some of those things that you're doing? Because I really love um, that. I mean, you're doing a great job. <laughs> so I want you to share with everyone because I feel like it's a, lot, it's a lot to be dealing with. And I've obviously been with you through, you had a lot of hard times at the end of last year. Um, and I think that having <laughs> all that on top of an infant, like, is so much. So I, I really love that you're focused on, like, making a difference this year. I'm, like, dying laughing because that literally feels like 10 years ago, for one. But also, I remember calling you almost every other day being like, and this happened. And you'll not believe well, it. was out of your control. And, it was all out of your yeah, control. Yeah, it was, like, the yeah. wildest step. It was, like... It, yeah, it was so like, it was so things that were out of my control. And I remember just thinking, okay, this is like the combustion, bef- like the calm before, after the, or the storm before the calm. I think <laughs> yeah, I know what you're like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like and you sent me a quote about like, what if the storm was coming to clear your path? And I was like, okay, that's yeah. 100% what is happening right now. And it really and did. It did because happen. It actually, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it did. It opened up like so many doors and it opened up so many um, opportunities and just different things that I would have never thought of if I had kept trucking, you know, just happily down my path. Um, so it was actually pretty amazing, but it did also force me because I've taken so many things on and made so many changes. Um, you know, it really forced me to, be focused. I actually hired a business coach, which I'm so thrilled about. Um, and I am really focusing on myself. I've never invested in myself in business that way. You know, I've just always either put it back into the business or saved it for a rainy day. So that's yeah. one really incredible thing. And um, she's taught me some really good stuff that has helped. Like, well, for one, um, I started on my own making kind of like a monthly, weekly, quarterly, yearly thing I want to do. Um, month, like the daily is like, um, say three things I'm grateful for, make my bed, get dressed. I mean, they're super simple things, but they're things that just kind of shift my day. And in that, she was like, you know, one thing I think you need to do as well, at, um, you know, as much as you can remember is 
the end of the day, think about the things you did well. Don't think, you know, because we always focus at the end of like, oh, I didn't get this done. Oh, I didn't get that done. Shoot, I need to do this. I better hurry. Versus like, you know what? I was awesome at taking two hours this morning to focus just on my kids before I got to work. I did the catching up on my emails really well. Like just some things that maybe small or big, but you did really well. It's huge. It actually shifts your mindset so much. Um, yeah, I haven't, it, I've really noticed that I'm just happier. and like, okay, like I'm doing a ton. Yeah. There's always, there's always something else I can do or didn't do. I mean, that's just life right now that we're in. Um, and I think also creating space to actually think is really unique too, because I've noticed in having so much work on my plate, I'm basically booking a lot of my time for calls to be present, to be supportive for my team, to sell new business, to strategize that my days are literally like, I have a 15 minute break. I don't even know how I'm going to pump, you know, type thing. And it's, it's a lot. So um, really I've started booking out like appointments for myself where I'm like personal time, um, you know, strategy time, work time. So I'm, I'm blocking myself even deeper than just my normal um, schedule. I've had to veer away a little bit from my Monday's no calls and less sync calls and Wednesday's no call, no meeting. Um, Cause I just have to fill some time. But yeah, so now I'm just choosing to, yeah, I'm just, I'm just starting to block out space for certain things that I need. Um, and, you know, I'm really trying to, and this call is actually helping me remember too, because I have been, January has just been so work mode. I've had travel added in my plate, things like that, that it's kind of reminding me um, where I wanted to be before I started this year. And I really wanted to be slower. I wanted to be able to be more focused on my family, but also like growing my business um, and being really respectful to those blocks that I was and boundaries I was putting in place. So I think, you know, it's just a good reminder yeah. um, because I'm battling this, do I want to capitalize on being a girl boss opportunity that I have or get focused back to those desires I just mentioned of really slowing down and being present? And it's a tough choice because there's a lot of great things that can come, experience, financials, you know, family support, like that abundance side of it from really honing in on this opportunity that I have, um, you know, with Clover growing so fast and, and things happening. But um, there's also a lot to be said to kind of taking a chapter from your book, B, and slowing it down and having <laughs> the space to be like, I'm going to the beach today with the babies. Like, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I think about, well, I think they, about, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, I was gonna say, I think about how much I wanted to peel off time to just do things with Vaughn. And like, mm -hmm. I haven't done that as much as I've wanted. And that's something that I'm like, you know what, that's shitty. <laughs> like, just to be blunt, like, that's, like, you know, that's just stuff that I'm, I'm getting real about where it's like, okay, my priorities are not aligned correctly because whatever I'm doing should allow me to have that space to do that too. Right. Um, right. You know, and I know this is like a, this is a best case scenario, but like, that's what I've worked so hard my whole life for is to make that for myself. Yeah, so I don't exactly. want to give it up now when this is like the time that I wanted it for. Yeah. Well, and I think also in what you're saying, um, you, you know, like, feeling like you have to make a choice and you may be not saying this exactly but maybe to our audience as well it's like you don't have to necessarily choose like girl boss over being like a present mother like what you were saying is blocking mm -hmm. out those times of like okay Friday at you know for two hours I'm going to spend with Vaughn 
or I'm going to spend with Sutton and still doing all your other stuff. But like that two hours where you're just fully present, like does make a difference. And I'm not even like great at this, especially being on maternity. When I was on maternity leave is I pick up the phone and start going on Instagram. And it's so easy to do when the babies aren't as mobile, you know, or the kids are distracted doing something else. But like once you put that away, you walk away from that two hour block and you feel super refreshed. You feel like you did a ton for that, even that week, you know, (laughs) like it feels like you were very engaged because you were. Um, So I think finding, I really like that you said that this year is finding those little pockets of where you can be, in the moment and still do what you're doing as a boss babe you know um it's not it doesn't have to be like an either or situation um but yeah my 2020 uh god i'll get back to you because it's still slow no (laughs) no for me really is getting back to um why i left my nine to five and the reason i left was to be more with the kids so making you know again the kids and the family priority um i know there's going to be times that i'm going to be crazy busy but also knowing times that I'm going to say no to some work because I want to be with the kids. If I can say no to work, um, that would, you know, will, would still be something that I want to do. So it's going to be different this year. I'm working three days instead of five. And, um, you know, financially, we have to do that to make things work with the kids being in daycare. Having them both in full time would, you know, wasn't economical for us. So finding ways that I can work for three days and then be fully present with them the other two, um, plus the weekend, like, you know, the jury's still out. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> Keep you guys updated. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. I think you're doing amazing. I think you're so where you're supposed to be. And we're actually taking a little mama's trip on Friday to oh. have um, yeah. some brunch and wine and night away. So hopefully some of that slow presentness will rub off on me when I hang out with Brooke for 24 hours straight. Oh my God. I cannot wait. It's going to be so good. My first I night know. away from Emory. I can't. It's going to be so good. So. I'm so excited. Um, well, yeah, ladies so, and gentlemen, if there are any gentlemen out there, we love you too. El, El um, Sergino, we'll <laughs> Lairbop, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Lairbop, Packy. Yeah, uh-huh. we're like 99% female <laughs> and 1% male, and it's literally my dad. Love you, <laughs> 55 and over. Oh my gosh, I love yeah. <laughs> Okay, till next time, guys. Thanks for hanging with us. Um, we will be here, same time, same place, in two weeks. Thank you for joining a space for soul. If you like what you heard, don't forget to hit the subscribe button. We'll We'll love love you forever. For more information on today's topics, the notes from this episode can be found on our website, soulspace.co forward slash podcast. That's soulspace, S-O-L-S-P-A-C-E dot co forward slash podcast. You can also find us on Instagram at soulspace.co. Catch us next week at the same place, same time. And as always, feel free to tell a friend. Toodles. Toodles.